about this. You've never been at this exact moment in this exact place as this exact version of yourself before. Whoa. Whoa. I'm Bron Carley. And I'm Cindy Harville. We believe that when we approach the journey of life with curiosity, joy, and a desire to grow, we can have a powerfully positive impact on the world around us. Join us for conversations and explorations that will change your perspective, shift your mindset, and inspire you to get out there and spread the good stuff. Spread that good stuff. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Christine Cashin. She is a friend. Uh, she is an amazing uh, fellow professional speaker and colleague. Uh, she is a business humorist, a Hall of Fame speaker, and an author of two award-winning books. She helps people spark new and innovative ideas, manage conflict, reduce stress, and live an energized, happy, and productive life. So if y'all want some of that, Listen up to Christine Cashin in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you. It's awesome to be here. It's awesome to be here. So, you know, there's so many directions that we can go. Uh, you know, you're just, you're such a delightful person. You're a, you're a, you're a mom, you're a speaker, you're an author. Um, so tell us a little bit. I want to, I'm really intrigued by the first thing here is the title of one of your books, which is really, really, really funny and awesome, which is how to stay inspired when you're so darn tired. Can you talk about yeah, that a little bit? What, what inspired that? <laughs> that's, the name, that's actually the name of one of my programs, not one of my books, but oh, okay. what, what that, you know, I mean, I looked at what we've all been going through, right? The last couple of years and everyone's exhausted. Yeah. In so many ways. And, you know, it's like, how much can we all take mentally? And you see it out there in the world as people are, I thought they'd come out of the pandemic kinder and gentler and full of love and hope. No, they're coming out ready to fight somebody. Mm. Why? Because they're just overwhelmed with the lack of control, the loss of control. Um, and they want to have control over something. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like we all kind of need a little re refresh, recharge, um, kind of reignite back to getting our mojo back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the, in this title has been, it's, it's been brewing for a long time, but I think the time, the timing of it is perfect right now. Absolutely. Yeah. It feels, it feels right on time. And as a drummer, I like things to be on time. So, <laughs> yes. so how do, how do people, kind of like, you know, re-energize, uh, what are some techniques that, that you found that are, that are really useful? Yeah, well, there's a few things. And I think it's, it's changing your little habits, you know, the micro habits, the small things really matter. So for example, um, my husband got a terrible habit of when you go to bed, let's scroll for an hour or two on your phones. It's like, what are we doing? We're not even discussing our day. I guess we figured something, but to get your, to wean from the screen, the first 15 minutes of the day, the last 15 minutes of your day, bookend your day with peace. A lot of times I'm just doom scrolling. I'm just looking at news. I'm not, I'm not even, and I'm getting all worked up before I go to bed. Why do we do that pacifier to relax? It's like a technology pacifier for adults. And so I found that charging up my phone somewhere else that wasn't nearby was has been really beneficial to kind of just breathe and think and do nothing um, rather than occupy every minute of your waking day with something. And I think it overwhelms us and we don't even realize how many tabs in our brain are open at the same time. And mm. that is exhausting. Yeah. And what a great metaphor there, because 
you know, just like on our desktop uh, or laptop computer, it's when we have all of those tabs open, things run slower. And the same thing applies to us as, as human beings. Yes. When we have all of those tabs open, like how can we focus on being fully present in the moment on that one thing? Exactly. Yeah. I love, I love some of your language there. Wean from the screen and mm-hmm. bookend your day with peace. I yes. love that. And then I love also just the charging the phone somewhere else. So, so you actually, so tell me about that, that process. You charge your phone in an, in another space. Yeah. We charge it in our closet <laughs> because if you, even if I wake up at, at three in the morning, I'd check my phone, see what time it was. Oh, it's three. Oh, look at all the emails. Who's sending emails at this time? Let me read emails. Or, you know, before I even got out of bed, I would I'd be behind in my day because I'd be opening up my email before I had both eyes completely open. And I thought, this is absolute nonsense. It will be here later. Yeah. And I, we joke about the kids being addicted, but I think as adults, we are just as guilty. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you on that. And I love it because it's kind of like that, you know, it's a it's a refreshing way to say out of sight, out of mind. And it's really cool uh, to to really clear those tabs and get them away so that we can be in the moment. And so when when you create that space so that you can bookend your day with peace, what do you do at the top and the tail of, of your days? Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, when I get out of bed, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do some stretches first, right? I don't check my phone first. I kind of breathe in, take in the day, uh, you know, you can say a morning prayer, be grateful. Think about my intention for the day. Something more mindful than just go to your phone and, and get into the hamster wheel immediately. Yeah. And how do you how do you feel? How do you find that that helps you uh, throughout your day by setting those intentions? Well, I, I feel like I'm starting the day in a better state of mind rather than a state of panic, like I do most days. So. Uh, yeah, the only problem is that your phone, most of us, we use it as our alarm clock, right? So we had to go get some old fashioned alarm clocks, wake yes. up to a radio, which makes me feel so 80s again. I kind of like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes. So you actually have the radio set for your alarm? Yeah. 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 Because I, you know, I don't want the buzzing me, me, because that's not waking up with peace either. Mm. Uh, so yeah, the the radio is kind of fun. It's very old school. Makes me happy. Start yeah, your day I- better. Absolutely. And I love, I love that observation there about the, you know, the tonal quality there of how you're waking up and, you know, me as a, as a, as a musician, it's like sound is so important uh, because it affects our mood so intensely. So I love that awareness that you have around that. Um, How do you use, how do you use music other than a, uh, an alarm clock (laughs) with a radio station? How do you use music throughout your day? Yeah. Well, you know, I am a big lover of music. I don't perform like you do more of a consumer than a creator, but uh, I was a DJ back in the day. So I love music. In fact, I always, uh, I'm I'm a golfer and the women that I golf with, we always crack up because I've got a song for everything. And I wish that I had uh, at my remote control that I could just play this girl is on fire for a good shot or a sound effect for something. I just, I think music enhances everything. Um, so yeah. yeah, I, I think for some people, you know, like as we get older, a lot of us listen to the news, uh, in the car, news radio station. No, listen to your favorite music, mm. blast it, sing along. Uh, yeah, 
we, we, we have dinner to Frank Sinatra. I mean, I just, I just think, especially now, if you have Alexa, just tell her what you want, you know? Yeah. Play, play vocal jazz or. Yeah. It's all rock. right. It's all right there. It's so, yeah. it's so accessible. I remember when I had a, uh, when compact discs, AKA CDs were around and I had, I remember getting my first portable CD player that I could strap on my arm. It was this big chunky thing, <laughs> you know, and I would strap it on my arm and I would go out for, for running and it would skip all the time. And I was like, so it was so irritating. And I had to adjust my running style just so my freaking CD wouldn't skip. So my right. music wouldn't skip. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's all right here. Do you have, do you have, obviously this girl's on fire is your, is your go-to jam there that revs oh. you uh, Do you have any music that, that helps to, cause I know one thing you really focus on with people is, is reducing stress. And mm-hmm. do you, do you have any, any music that you use uh, for, for supporting in that uh, department? I think it's all personal, right? So whatever your jam is, whatever, you know, there's music that brings you to a certain place in a certain state of mind. So create your own soundtrack for your day. You might want something lively to wake you up. You might want something to chill you out in the afternoon when you're trying to actually get work done. So you're not dancing around. You're actually kind of as a background, uh, you know, situation. And yeah, I think, I think you, 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 everyone should develop their own soundtrack Yeah. for their day. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then kind of like you were saying, just kind of, you can have your ebbs and your flows, your, you know, your ups and your downs, you know, where you can stimulate much like in the, as we want to retain information, the importance of, of different brain waves and being in, you know, beta versus theta versus alpha, um, you know, the same type of thing with mu- using music as that kind of atmospheric navigator or conductor. Oh, that's a great way to put it, Bronco. And you know, you know it because you've developed this in your brain beats, right? You have the the energy one, the chill mode or whatever it is. I mean, you, you're the king of that. We, they just need to get your stuff, the brain beats and listen in on that. Yeah, it's good. So tell me, um, okay. So like sound is really important. Tell me about the power of, of laughter from your perspective, because you're a business humorist. You, you use a lot of humor in your keynotes and everything else that I'm sure you do in your life. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Talk to me about the importance of that, of laughter. Well, you know, it didn't seem important to my teachers when I was going through school. I was in trouble a lot for, you know, clowning around. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's fun that that's how I get to make my living now. So take that sister Euphronia. Um, so (laughs) one of my Catholic school nuns, um, I feel like you learn better when you have fun and you're able to connect to the learning. So my master's is in adult education. And so the best way adults learn is when they can, um, attach learning to their own life. So for me, when I'm doing a keynote, I don't necessarily tell jokes. Instead, I look at the absurdity that we all face every day and find those universal truths and observational situations that people can relate to. I think a lot of people relate to being in their bed at night, scrolling their phone above their head, and then having their phone fall into their face, right? Like people are up at, you know, to find that thing and then go, who's, who's dropped their phone on their face? And I've realized that, you know, 20% of the audience has had this occur, you know, or what it's like listening to people in public talk on cell phones and speaker mode you know, thinking they're, I don't, that everyone needs to hear their conversations. It's finding those situations of everybody doesn't like reply to all. 
well, how can people still doing it? Who are they? Why are they not listening? How do they not know that reply to all is not good? Yeah. Group texts are the devil. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes nobody likes slow drivers in the left lane. Well, where are they? Because it's happening all the time. So yeah. I don't I don't understand. So yeah. So if you're if you're listening right now. Stop group texting, yeah. <laughs> please. Stop putting uh, having your public conversations on speakerphone and get out of the left lane if you're going slow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, I do have a, a tip to help with these irritations. Do you want to know that? Because I think uh, we could, yeah. We, I we would all need love that. to know that, yes. <laughs> this is the price of admission, everybody. So I don't know what you're doing. If you're in a car listening, pull over because you're going to want to remember this one. It is whenever somebody irritates you, it's a drainer, right? So mm. to make it an energy gainer, instead of a drainer, you make up a story about the rule breakers past. For example, someone driving slow in the left lane, maybe they're trying to warn you there's a cop ahead. Maybe they really aren't thinking at all about driving. Their brain is somewhere else. They're not quite sure. Maybe it's a brand new driver. Uh, my daughter's a permit driver, super slow. I make sure she's not in the left lane. However, maybe it's someone who doesn't know the rules. Maybe they recently got in an accident and they're, they want to slow everybody down because they're worried for safety. I don't know, but I make up the story because most people don't need your anger, your criticism, or your judgment. Everybody needs love, prayer, and support now more than ever. So I give it my, I call it my reverse wishing well. I'm like, I hope you get where you're going. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that reverse wishing well. That's really powerful. Yeah, the, wishes and, aren't, the wishes aren't for you. They're for other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, and then, yeah, gainer versus drainer. I love that too. Yeah. That's a really good one. And 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 anytime I see, so so making up a story is great. Anytime I see somebody in a minivan, um, I think, oh, that's just a sleep deprived parent right there. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's me and my Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, that was me and my Toyota Sienna. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's and, great. And yeah, you just, ahead. you know, you. I think it just, it, we need to, and I, I think you're with me on this, Broncar, is that we need to bring compassion back into fashion. You got to bring compassion back into fashion because most people aren't out to irritate you. They just, we're all hot messes trying to do the best we can. So if you can give them a break, I'm hoping that as I'm a hot mess out there, more of a spicy disaster, as I'm a spicy disaster out there, that people are giving me a break when I'm doing something that I shouldn't, you know, I drive too fast or I didn't pull out or whatever, you know, driving or walking. I mean, maybe I'm in the, maybe I'm in the, realize it now. I don't know. Give me a break and I'll give you a break. We'll, we'll do it together. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yes. Give me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's amazing. And I love that compassion back into fashion. That's really cool. Bring compassion yeah. back into fashion. And, you know, that is something that's such a powerful tool. Um, and and all, you know, really that strengthening the the EQ, the emotional intelligence and the soft skills and having the ability to do that. I mean, what what would happen if, because I, I love to ask questions. I wonder what would happen if everybody adopted that for a day. How would things change? What would happen? Uh, getting on the airplane would be a lot more fun. 
Everyday interactions would be fun. Wouldn't it be great if people just treated each other with kindness and compassion all the time? I, that's a world I want to live in. That's a world I try to create in my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Merging on the freeway would be easier. More people, go ahead. You yeah. go. You know, yeah. maybe we wouldn't get anywhere because people are like, no, you go. No, you. And everybody just <laughs> is at a standstill. I don't know. But, I, you know, we can't change what 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 is out there, but I just feel like we can be a domino effect in our own life for how we treat other people. So, you know, start with your family, start with your friends, start with the public. Just just be cool, people. Yeah. Right. And and then hopefully then when you do that kindness that then they go, oh, that felt so good. Let me do that. I mean, it's good to have a good day, but it's better when other people have a good day because of you. Yeah. Absolutely. It really is. And then selfishly, like you were saying, I mean, it's really that karmic boomerang always comes back around, you know, and sometimes it's instantaneous, you know, whenever you enter, like there's this one restaurant that I go to all the time. It's a, it's a Mexican restaurant uh, here in Atlanta and they have two doors like back to back, like you enter one and then you make a right. And then there's another door immediately after. And I always hold that first door selfishly because I know I'm going to be entering that second door. And so you always have been then that person. If you hold the door for them, they're going to hold the door for you most likely. And most likely if you were to let that door close on their face, they're probably going to let that (laughs) that door close on yours. (laughs) And, and if you are the door holder and you see someone holding the door, you got to relieve them. Because one time I was like holding the door. Nobody was relieving me of door duty. I was like, Hey, I don't, I don't work at the outback. My family's in the car. You know, I mean, someone's got to, take over (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the karma karma boomerang i like that yeah yeah so and then do you have any do you have any daily practices that help you kind of bring that that compassion back into fashion well one thing is i think a lot of us have on our gotcha goggles we're looking for people to screw up Mm. uh who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing i mean we all hate stupid people right well that's impossible because who are you? What do you know? Right. So I, I always think I want to put on my grateful goggles and a great tool and a tip that I, that I use in my, in my presentations is called the 10 coin challenge. And what it is, is you put 10 dimes in your pocket and then you look for people that are doing something really well, something right. Then you can then move a coin from one pocket discreetly to the other. And by the end of the day, you want total coin transfer. So all of a sudden, instead of looking for everything that's wrong. And some jobs, it's what you need to do. You need to make sure things are going correctly, but also make sure you're balancing it out with some positivity, for example, and start with your family. So my kids, uh, you know, are high schoolers and I start out the day very loving and kind. Good morning. Oh my gosh. Did, did someone want me to make an egg? Like I'm just really, as the morning goes on and many parents out there can probably relate to this. I become a crazy person because I start yelling, what do you mean you lost your water bottle? It's day three of school. How is that? Po- what? I don't know where your soccer shoes are. How? I mean, by, by the time they're leaving, all I've done is criticize. Everybody leaves in a terrible mood. Yeah. And I think, what have I done? Yeah. So I, I'm trying to balance that with, yeah, I'm bummed that you lost your water bottle again, but also, hey, thanks for always making your bed in the morning. That you know, Even though it's not perfect, it's I appreciate you trying, you know, trying to be sarcastic. Uh, like my son drives my daughter to school. So it's like, you know, they're almost, they're a hair early every day, just by like two minutes. And it drives me crazy. But you know what? I appreciate that she's getting, getting a ride. So yeah, I try to balance out my 
momming with some positivity. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that. The, what do you call it? The 10 coin it's challenge? It's called the 10 coin challenge. Yes. Yeah, 10 coins. And it just serves as a reminder of, am I putting out some positivity in the world or am I just putting out my criticism and judgment in the world? Yeah, that's powerful. And, and then, yeah, it just makes me think again, it just makes me think of like, everybody did that tomorrow. Like, how cool would that be? Like, <laughs> you know what I want? Oh, speaking of wishes, wouldn't they be great? I want everyone to join into the mission of stopping global whining. Mm. So I'd love a day where people don't complain about anything. Yeah. Like just have one day where people, it doesn't matter what happens to you. You're not allowed to find the bad. You have to, whatever it is, you know, you look for the good and you're only allowed to say that just not complaining. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine how that would be. How nice. Yeah. It would be amazing. So how would we facilitate that? Would we have to give shot callers out or like, <laughs> well, I, I encourage um, companies to have a wine jar. So if anybody complains, they put a dollar in the wine jar and then later they go for wine Ooh. with the money. Or something like that. Or maybe it goes as a gift tour, gift card for someone who's done something great or whatever. And you know, people, you know, they're going to walk right up and say, here's $20. I'm out. Like they, you know, they can't <laughs> stop themselves from complaining. And, you know, an occasional vent is normal, but for some people, okay, my mom, if you're listening and anyone knows my mother, please don't say anything. My mom, all she's done, she, they recently moved. And all she does is complain about her hair every day. She goes to the same person every time. And I said, mom, maybe you want to try somebody else. Well, I would feel bad if I got to somebody else and she knew I was cheating on her. I'm like, what? If you're not happy, change it. But so I see her yesterday. She says, look at my hair. And I said, I don't want to hear one more word because you refuse to change anything, but you want to complain about it all the time. It's too much. I don't understand people that keep complaining about things that they're not willing to change. You're tired. You're overweight. You're, you're cranky. You're miserable. Well, what are you going to do about it? Cause you know, you can complain once and then it just becomes annoying. Nobody wants to hear it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Is that too harsh? No, that's not too harsh. harsh? I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from saying anything about my mom because she's probably listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) I love well, my, mom, my knows, mom. I told she her. never complains. She's the best grandma of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> but this isn't your podcast. So you get to say those things. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. What, um, what brings you joy in life? Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, I, you know, I, the things that most people, most people get joy from, right. You know, great times with good friends, giving of your heart, um, seeing your, your children grow up, you know, being with good people. I I get joy in a lot of things. I love nature. I love the moon lately has been spectacular. Like you get me a good uh, new telescope. I'm, I'm thrilled. I don't know. I, I find joy in a lot of things that probably people don't find joy in, but I look for it. I look for it. You have to look for it. Yeah. Cause it's easy to get down, you know, you, the, with world news and things like that, but man, you go for a walk in the morning. We, we've got some neighbors. Uh, we have neighbors that have uh, four golden retrievers. Yeah. And we happen to have uh, lost our chocolate lab last year 
And uh, so we're a little bit lonely in the house. But when I need a dog fix, I call down and say, can I come over and and uh, play with the Goldens? And I'm t- I'm covered in slobber and that hair. Oh, my gosh. It's everywhere. Yeah. And I it changes my whole day around. I'm having a bad day. I go over to the Goldens. I even have a picture of them getting a walk. It looks like a, a huge pack. Uh, and it just cracks me up every time I see them going for a walk together with these four beautiful dogs. So yep. you just find the things that make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love that because the, the, you know, animals are, they are, they're never complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you well, give sometimes them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Let the most me part, you give them yeah, you give them some stale, dry food, and they're like, "Thank you." <laughs> and their treats are more stale, dry food. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they, but it is there is something special about you know dogs or or cats too. We have a cat, but um, you know, just having that connection time because you know I think it allows us to get into a space where there's no words that we have to come up with. There's no convincing of anything there's there's the only dialogue is just energy and love and compassion as you said for each other i think yeah oh for sure and i and i like what you said too about the moon and it's like it just made me think instead of turn, tuning into the news just tune into the moon <laughs> oh for sure yeah. seriously it, yeah. it is just you look out you look up and you just think all everyone in the world is looking at that same moon I don't know, that blows my mind. It brings us all together, then further apart. Yeah. So not only searching for the joy, but also searching for the unification, what unifies yes. us as, as human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need more of that. I like that. So for people listening, bring compassion back into fashion. Get some, get some moon bathing going on. <laughs> And make up stories about people driving in the left lane. <laughs> yeah, make up story. Yeah, just give people a break. You know, not everyone is is going to understand the rules. I mean, I, I people almost get in a fist fight in my programs over which way the toilet paper goes on the roll. You know what? Live your life, right? Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make sure it's over. Yeah. Right. Over right. Top. Right. Make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like we we all um, if we picture ourselves unified, you know, like looking at them, we're all together. We're all dealing with the same kind of stress, uh, family stress, work stress, especially now money and financial stress. Um, but you know what? You you got to find that joy. It's there. You've got to take time to breathe. You've got to take time to have a little bit of peace in your life. And if you don't have it, you've got to create it. Be around people who make you happy, who make you smile. Be that person. Mm. You know, if you're online a lot and you're doing the social media thing, you know, I hide anybody who brings negativity. I really do. I unfriend, I don't unfriend, but I'll hide them sometimes. You know, everyone has that crazy uncle who still wants to debate the masks or whatever. And I find that if I go take a break with social, I want puppies and babies and rainbows. I want to see, catch up on people's lives. But the moment someone wants to start a debate, starts an argument, I'm not getting involved in that. I, I think we all need to protect our energy everywhere it is. Mm-hmm. And when you're putting stuff out there, make it positive. Make I love when people come up and they say, oh, when I see your stuff on Facebook, it totally cracks me up. It's very funny. It's, I try not to be that braggy person. Life's perfect. You know, I show the Pinterest fails of things I've tried to cook or whatever. I think if people were more authentic and real, 
I mean, don't filter your life. It makes everyone else feel bad about theirs when you have such a filtered experience. Um, and then you don't realize what's real anymore. That's a fantastic point because I think that it has gotten into so much Sheesh. comparison syndrome. Yes. And it's like, well, wait a second. That is definitely Photoshopped, but we don't see that. You know, I mean, we just see the the perfect thing. And then it's like, and then we start to compare and we're like, well, why, why don't I feel like that? Why don't I look like that? Right. Yeah. And I, I love what you said there about, um, you know, the joy is there, the peace is there. We just have to look for it. And, you know, and then it's like, be that, as you said, mm-hmm. and then the, then we start to realize the, the joy is here, the peace is here. And once we start to generate that, and we start to project that out, then it comes back. And then we're just mirrors reflecting for each other because we're all under that same moon being the same human beings. <laughs> exactly. And don't wait to be happy. Like, you know what? I'll be better when my kids are in school. I'm going to be better when my kids have moved out of that. I'll be better when when I'm, you know, when I have this much money, I'll be happier when I have this. That it'll never happen. Yeah. Stop waiting. Plus, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Yeah. So get your control back, get your power back. Yeah. You know, I remember couldn't wait till my kids grew up a little bit. And as they grew up, I'm like, oh, now I just would long. I see babies in a stroller and it's, I am hard pressed not to snatch them up and and smell their heads. You know, I miss it. And now I don't want to smell my kids' heads. I want to take take a shower. So So for those of you who don't have babies, um, don't grab other people's babies and smell their heads. That would be creepy. Yeah, but <laughs> and for yeah. those of you who do have babies, smell those babies' heads today because when they become teenagers, you don't want to. Not going to want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. And for those those that don't have children, you know, um, you know what I mean. You're always waiting for that perfect partner in your life that's going to make the difference for you, or you know, owning this car that's going to make you happy. It's just that's not what it's all about. I mean, those things are nice, but it's, you shouldn't put off any part of your life waiting until X happens. Right. And isn't, isn't it a shame because that's giving those things, all of your power, as you said, taking ownership. And it's like, well, I don't need, I don't need that thing to give me happiness. Like I have happiness and I'll pour it into that thing because it's just an inanimate object. You know, it does nothing without me. <laughs> right. It's true. People yeah. get caught up in some things. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. The house is empty until we live in it and we breathe life into it. You know, I play instruments and it's like the saxophone just sits there. The saxophone isn't going to do anything until I pick it up and I breathe my joy and happiness into it. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happiness procrastination. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll I'll be happy when I'm. Uh, I'll be happy. You know, some people just wait for the weekends. Ah, oh, what day is it? Oh, oh, TGIF. Yeah, it's the weekend. Oh, it's Monday. You know, like you're waiting for two days of the week to be happy. And I know not everyone has a perfect job. I mean, I I grew up uh, in a. I worked in a drive shaft factory in Detroit through high school. My friends were all, you know, out there being the lifeguard and all tan. I had grease under my nails, grease in my hair. Um, but I had a blast. I really did because I made it a blast every day. We played music while we were putting together drive shafts and, you know, we'd sing and we just, I don't know. I remember just being a, a good, even though it was hard work, 
It was really hard work. I'm so glad that was a part of my life because it helps me now enjoy my life even more. Yeah. Yeah. Even those down times, I'm glad I had the terrible jobs or the hard jobs or the hard people, bad bosses, because, you know, now I'm my own boss. And if I had a great boss, I might not have ever left to do my own thing. Mm. Yeah. And so be grateful. Oh, I love it. There's an old adage. Who's to say what's good or what's bad. And it is so true. It's like, boo, I missed my flight. Oh, look at that. It ended up getting canceled, you know, or, yeah, you know, I took, I got lost on my way somewhere and I missed a giant accident that could have been me in that accident. That stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever is happening to you, don't look at it as good or bad. It's just what is. Mm. And you go from there because it's, lessons they need later on yeah absolutely yeah it's kind of like two thoughts come to my mind one is um you know kind of connected to the happiness and what you were just talking about there which is a saying my mom always would tell me wherever you go there you are and so it doesn't matter where you're at it's still you so whether you're on the plane or in the you know uh restaurant or in the car in traffic or at the house whatever um that's you know that's the thing and and i've also had um, so many amazing experiences when less preferred things happen, then there's, then there's these, these incredible moments of connection and this opportunity for people to, you know, to bond and, and connect through a less preferred situation, you know, and that I, you see in humanity, oftentimes when those things happen, people come together, they stop worrying about, you know, uh, what's up and down and left and right and all of their other views. It's just like, no, 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 we're just people. Let's come together and and figure this out, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with your expectations for yourself. So I expect that good things are going to happen to me today. People mm-hmm. should wake up and say that I expect something great is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it reminds me of, I think it was the Incredibles where some kids like, something great's going to happen. And then something great happened. And it's like, I told you, you know, I expect when I travel, I'm going to sit next to the best person on the plane. Yeah. Now, do I always No, but do I sometimes heck? Yeah. And I'll tell them, Hey, I don't know who you are, but I usually sit next to the best person on the plane. I don't know who you are, but I know it's you. And we end up having <laughs> this brilliant conversation. Seriously. I tell I them you that. are the best person. I, I, I've got the superpower of sitting next to the best person and I don't know who you are. And to watch people's response to that is just phenomenal. And it happens all the time. I'm telling you, I do end up sitting next to the best person. Yeah. It's weird. But you expect yeah. it. Expect that. If you expect that, oh, my, I have a, a relative who says, uh, I never sit by anybody good. I never. Well, you expect that you're not. Of course you're not. Yeah. I never win anything. You're right. And you're not going to win. Those people who win all the time, they say, I win all the time and they win. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. the good stuff out there, right? That's it. Yep. Put the good stuff out and the good stuff comes back. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, and for, for, for everybody listening, if you have never done that at the top of your day, my question, my invitation for you would be if you choose to open the invitation is to ask the question, what would happen if today was the best day of my life? What would happen if 
something amazing happened to me today. What would happen if I sat by the best person, the coolest person on the airplane or met the coolest barista or served the coolest client or whatever that is. But I, the invitation is to put that on the forefront of your mental search engine uh, tomorrow morning. Absolutely start that as your intention. I always tell people to start with the telling themselves that how what a great mood they're in. Just mm. say it. And see, you don't have to act like it. Wow, it's you know, I we're out of coffee. Well, it's a good thing I'm in a good mood. You know, uh, this <laughs> one uh, I got on the scale today. Oh, it's a good thing I'm in a good mood. All of a sudden, time goes by and you authentically feel better. You don't know why, because you've talked yourself into it. Because what you say comes your way. And if you're talking, you know, bad stuff, you'll see that too. But I just keep telling myself, oh, it's a good thing. And then it lightens me up. I I like to, you talked about humor. I like to crack myself up because you're with yourself. Why not laugh, right? Yeah. And so when I saw the scale this morning, I did say, good thing I'm in a good mood because it was not a number that I wanted to see. Yeah. But uh, I expect that uh, the fluffiness of COVID will someday disappear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think expecting good things and you're right, putting it out there. What if I, I like that setting your intention? Yeah. I wonder what would happen if, and that's such a great way to start. I mean, we do that with, in all aspects. I mean, you know, business, parenting relationships. It's like, I wonder what would happen if. <laughs> so uh, Christine, we're going to uh, bring our session uh, to a close here. I just want to recap on a couple of things here. So much amazingness. I love the 10 coin challenge, putting those 10 coins in, in one pocket and then passing them over uh, with a kind gesture every day, uh, 10 kind gestures every day, focusing on that good, focusing on spreading that good stuff, um, getting around more animals, which was a great reminder uh, to me. And also one thing that we live by here is what's called the oath of possibility, which gets us into the present state, which is uh, my life is a journey. I've never been at this exact place, this exact moment is this exact version of myself before. Today, I give myself permission to explore, to be curious, to receive old information from a new perspective, new information with an open mind, and to be reminded of things I may have forgotten. And so as we put that on the forefront of our minds here, hearing some of these things like, oh, I should go hang out with the with animals more because they make me feel good. I should I should go and do a little more moon bathing because that reminds me of things. I should, you know, bring compassion back into fashion, uh, expect something good for myself today. Something great's going to happen to me and not to make happiness a procrastination, but to own it right now because the joy is within me. The peace is within me. And as I broadcast that, other people show up and meet me there. <laughs> yes. Let's all meet there, shall we? I know. What time and where? Let's go. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. So um, you're such a, an awesome human and just radiating so much good energy into the world. If people are listening right now and they want to find out more about you, keep in touch with you, uh, what are good ways for people to connect with you? Wow. It depends on the channel. You can go to my website. It's uh, Christine, C-H-R-A-S-T-I-N-E, Cashin, C-A-S-H-E-N.com. And there you can find my um, social channels, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Um, what else? Yeah, that's about it right now. Yeah. So yeah, they can reach out. Uh, I've got some books on my website uh, as well. 
but I'd love to keep dialogue going. So yeah. if anybody has any questions or yeah. wants to reach out, I'd love to connect. Yeah. And, and, and what's the name of your, your main book? Uh, we'll get two ones called, uh, the good stuff. Oh uh, yeah. How perfect. Um, <laughs> and then one is called it's your business, which your life is your business. Run it as such. You're the CEO. Mm. Wow. Powerful yeah. stuff. Ah, well, thank you so much for being here. It's really great to connect with you every time. You definitely bring a smile to my face. And I feel that you have um, definitely a mission accomplished here with relieving my stress and, <laughs> and helping me get into a great mood. Uh, you're such a delight. Thank you so much. And for everybody listening, thank you for tuning in today uh, to this podcast of spreading the good stuff. I hope that you take something you've learned today and get out there and share it with somebody else because the world needs you to sing your song at the top of your lungs and to shine your light to make the world a brighter place. Thanks so much, everybody. Preach, brother. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spread the Good Stuff podcast. If you like what you're hearing, then join our community at spreadthegoodstuff.com forward slash community. In addition to this podcast, the Good Stuff Network puts on group programs, live events, and retreats, all infused with music, meditations, laughter, and real authentic connections with amazing human beings. If you got some value today, do us a favor and spread the good stuff by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Spread that good stuff.